Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Good morning, good evening, or good afternoon. This is more than just a podcast. Podcast. Uh, season 7, episode 29, and what an exciting week it's been in the world of West Ham, and we welcome John this evening. Good evening, John. What are you doing? Where are you? I'm trying to be excited, and I'm in my loft. Now, the snow is gone. The ice is gone. The beast from the east is gone. Shed man, where are you? What are you doing? I'm in my kitchen. I'll tell you why, because I took the heater out of it to put it in the boys' bedroom and I forgot to put it back and I thought, I ain't going out there. (laughs) Even though it's probably not as cold, but I've got things to do after this, so I didn't really want to open up the shed. Well, welcome, Nigel. Welcome, John. No, George. He is well this week, but he's stuck on a southwestern train. Thank you, Southwestern Trains. Apparently, he is coming back one of these weeks to join us and talk to us uh, because he founded this podcast. And it's not my podcast. It's his podcast. Anyway, uh, let's talk about some football. We had a little game of football, chaps. Did did all of us watch that wonderful display of football um, in Wales at the weekend? Well, I I had a stroke of luck, actually, on Saturday. I had to work. Oh, right. uh, Okay. So I am... I actually was aware that we were playing a game of football, as you say, and yeah. that, um, it was going to be live on the radio. So I stopped listening to music and put the football on. And after 20 minutes, 2-0 down, having the fact that I already had a bit of the ump that I was working, I thought this is just going to really put me in a bad mood. So I turned it off. So yeah. I didn't listen to it. I haven't seen it. So it's over to you chaps to talk about it again. Yeah. Didn't, didn't you know we had a podcast on Monday? Oh, you said you were working. I was working, and it was. It would. I, I was a bit pissed off that I was working, but yeah. To have that, it just puts me in a bad mood. I don't know how you, but it just really. Yeah, puts no, me it in did. A bad it mood. put me in a bad mood. Apart from my daughter having a party, which is another story on Saturday night was a disaster. But let's talk to Nigel. <laughs> um, <laughs> Nigel, tell us about the wonderful game in Wales when. Uh, we made uh, 2,000 people. I want to congratulate the 2,000 people that made up all the way up the M4 in atrocious conditions. Um, all the trains were cancelled in the morning or delayed, and there was bus services and everything. So well done. Well done to the 2,000 people, the away army that went up there. 
you watched the game on a stream. Tell us about the game as you saw it. Where did it all go wrong? The kickoff. <laughs> could he have picked another team though? I mean, he was hampered with what team it could pick. Really. No, I don't. I don't think he could have picked a, a, another team. Start with Antonio, teams. maybe. Yeah, that's well, probably the only one. But again, as I said, Antonio, he, he has had his injury problems this season and you, and you don't want to throw him in and keep playing, playing, playing. And then he breaks down halfway through. So, But he's scored at, two in two when he's come on though, isn't he? he? He has done now. Yes, he has. But I mean, with Lanzini, a front three of Lanzini, um, Arnautovic and Chikorito, you would have hoped, perhaps you could say he went two attacking. It, the best we've played away, um, we, we've done Brighton and Huddersfield. And if if you look, not yeah, if you look, um, sorry, not Brighton, uh, yeah, Huddersfield, ruined us. yeah, Brian Edward and Stoke, uh, um, on out of it, up front on his own with linking up for Lanzini, and I think that's perhaps. I don't think it works with Fernandez. I know he's popped yeah. up with a few goals, but I don't think it does work with him. But when you defend like that after the second minute for that first goal, and then losing Winston Reid, I think that really threw us out. But the def- the defending from set pieces was abysmal. I mean, Obono was out with an illness. I don't know whether he'd be back for Saturday. James Collins is out. With a hamstring, I don't know how long he's going to be out. Obviously, we sold Font to the Chinese outside of the transfer window, so we can't replace him. Reed was um, Rice was doing his best, to be fair, and he saved us early on and then gave the ball away cheaply to, to concede another go. But I don't blame him because he's still learning his trade, isn't he, in the Premier League? And it's a bit unfair that we've gotten as our defence is so threadbare and by the way, I hear Reed is out definitely for just breaking news now. Reed is out for the, the remainder of the season. Um, I think we're putting someone on Clarence Hugh tonight. And so is Sam Byram as well now for the remainder of the season. Yeah. I, so it's, it's, it don't look clever. It, you know, it, the, the transfer window, they, they, they thinned a squad out that was paper thin. Yeah. And, the, you know, what's going to happen now is it's going to put pressure on the players that are left. The problem is, it's our, you know, Reed's out, one of our better defenders. Yeah. Collins is 34. He, he can't play week in, week out, I don't think. No. But he... he well, if, what, what hamstring? A hamstring will be three or four weeks, won't it? Well, it's it could be. Eight. It depends if it's just a strain or if it's a tear. If it's just a strain. I think it's, it's I think it's just a strain. It could be yeah. a couple of weeks. Um, Perhaps he'll miss the Southampton game, uh, the Burnley game, sorry, and then we get a week off, um, mm. warm weather training probably. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then um, they'll be back for the Southampton game, hopefully. I mean, the next two games, uh, must win. Huge. Yeah. I think the Southampton game's a must win. Burnley, you could probably get away with a point. We've got to get. I think we've got to get nine points out of nine games. Would it surprise you, going back to the game briefly, that West Ham had the majority of possession, 55% possession to their 45? 
Yeah, but we, we did nothing with shots. it. Most well, of our possession was in, was in our half, probably. We had seven shots, but only two on target. They had nine and eight on target. And that there, there tells the we just couldn't. Not only could we not defend, um, we couldn't we couldn't score. And and I don't know if you know this, but there's another stat. It was a tenth game this season in the league where we've conceded three or more goals. Mm. That's awful to ship that many goals. Well we we got the second worst defence. Or we did have before the game the second worst defence apart from Stoke, and bearing in mind, I suppose when you look at it, we didn't have our best defenders out on the pitch, and then the best one out of three that was on the pitch went off injured, and it's left us with with the the the, the B and C team defenders, and in the yeah. Premier League, don't matter who you you know don't matter who you're playing, when it's a Premier League game you can't really cope with with players like that and expect to get away with it. Do you blame Adrian at all? Um, commentator no, said he was slow to get down and reach. Um, he's, been, he's been getting a bit of grief on, on Twitter. And yeah, that. yes. He's going to get grief because we're conceding goals, but they, they, they come down. That, that bottom corner, it is difficult. I mean, look, look, obviously I wasn't a great goalkeeper. <laughs> but I was mad enough to, to to be a goalkeeper. And you do, sometimes it's difficult when you've got, when teams defend deep, you can't see the ball till last minute. So you look in the shop, you've got to try and look through players' legs to see where the ball is. And you could put your weight on your right leg, the ball's down to your left. And it's too late. You, you're out of position, and, and the ball the ball was in the bottom corner. So all right, it wasn't it with venom or pace, but he got the bottom corner. I'm more disappointed. The, the third goal for me was was the killer. I you had three defenders around him to get that header in. But it, there's West Ham's luck straight away. What a great save by Adrian and pushes it into the face yeah. of Chikorito on the post. Yeah, and the geezer had a tap in. So Andre yeah. Ayew, is that you're talking about? Yeah, he had two. No, he wasn't actually. Well, uh, Kai Sung Young was man of the match no. with two goals and one assist. This is the guy who West Ham wanted, and he said publicly, "I don't see any point in in swapping one relegation struggle for another. I'd rather stay with Swansea." Is what he said in January. Um, he had two goals and one assist. Uh, Ayew had two assists, didn't he? Mm. and he won the penalty, which his brother converted. That's yeah. now a good bit of business by I our mean, incompetent board. The, the Koreans well, again, why did we like sell? Do, you know? Why did we sell AU? I mean, that may cost us big time, that goal difference and everything else. But another little stat, West Ham have conceded 37 goals away from home in the league so far this season more than any other side in the Premier League it's not 37 that, goals we've it's who who do we keep losing to and we lose to the team yeah. everyone around us <laughs> well yeah the, the only thing I will say <laughs> in slightly in defence Swansea at home are in the form of their life they've beaten all the big teams at home Swansea have scored 14 goals in 9 league matches under what's his name Cavalia Cavalia oh, is it Cavallo yeah Cavallo, um, after scoring 11 in the last 20 before his appointment. So he's 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 made a big difference. Right, look at and his appointment against David Moyes, though, right? Because yeah. Carlos Cavallo got sacked by Sheffield Wednesday. 
Yeah. He, Swansea eyed him because he was out of work. So he, he got Sheffield Wednesday at the playoffs where they got beat by Huddersfield. This season, they'd struggled in the bottom half of the championship and Sheffield Wednesday sacked him. And then he's turned up at Swansea because they got rid of, um, who was Swansea's manager? When Paul Clement had already got rid of him. Well, it was Paul Clement. Yeah, it was Paul um, Clement, yeah. So they got rid of Paul Clement. They're desperate. He's available. They've done what we've done. But they've sort of unearthed this tactical genius because... Well, they've Swansea got an immediate won. bounce, didn't they? We never got that, did we? We didn't get an immediate bounce. Well, we no. I mean, when Moyes turned up, we had two immediate defeats. Then we had the mini revival in December. But then since then, you know, the Christmas decorations joke, you know, West Ham have come down with the Christmas decorations. How many wins have we had since he's... How many games has he been in charge? And how he's many got exactly the same record for his 18 games as what Billich had for his last 18 games. Mm. And it's only, they've only won. And actually, though, when you look at it, you would stay up because I think it was 1-5, drawn 6, uh, lost 7. So when you look at that, though, across um, 36 games, that would give you uh, 42 points. Right. So I think, you know, it will keep you up. Yeah, so I, uh, um, the Daily Telegraph said that we've got the second worst running out. I don't think they took into account that six of our home game, uh, six of our games are at home because we play so many and also, something like eight of or nine of them are in London. We've only got two outside of London because we happen to have a lot of home, you know, London derbies because we're playing Chelsea. Let's and explain how they worked that out. What they did was is they worked it out by average league position of the teams that you were playing. Right. So, okay. So Brighton had the hardest running. Yeah. Uh, the average league position of everyone we're playing. So when you average it out, it was was tenth position. Yeah. I think Brighton's was eighth. Right, but do you, does anyone genuinely believe, genuinely believe that the home is an advantage? Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't. I do. Well, I think we we play all right at Burnley. It'll be interesting to see what Moyes' record away from home against Moyes' record at home. Is. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what Moyes said after um, the game. Obviously, we lost four-one. He's he's put a start relegation warning, and he said, he said um, we're miles and miles away from where I'm going, or they're going. And he basically said, if we're going to play like that, then none of us will be here next season. The players need to show a wee bit. I don't know what a wee bit is, but I think that we're good enough to do that. We're definitely, but they definitely all they need to keep up their levels but wouldn't be good enough to win games we've got coming up. So he's saying we've got the skill, but we're starkly, we're not just doing it. And and each game that goes by, we've got, what, nine games left now. Um, he said, I thought a point a game would get us to 40 points. That was the old-fashioned figure. But now we're finding we need to do more than that. I'm, I'm, I'm not convinced. I think there's a good chance we could go down. We, we could be a shock... <laughs> A point a game only gets you 38 now. Uh, I think that might be enough, though. Uh, I don't think so. Um, You say, are we going to get nine points? Are the teams below us going to get 13 points? 
because what, if if you go on the BBC and look at their, they'll give you the last six games. Now the last six games we've took four points, but the teams below us have took three and six points. So they're not doing that great either. The the thing is, and they're all going to start playing each other. Everybody's playing each other. So it, it's quite possible we'll stay up by default. <laughs> yeah, true. We won't keep ourselves up. You know, something will give. The Palace's form is horrendous. I got, you, know, well, and it, and you say that. Well, let me give you a breaking. They've just come 1 0 yeah, up. I was going to say. Against Man United, they're 1 0 up. I, I think tonight they've gone 4 4 2 against them and are going for it. So, I mean, that in itself could. Well, that'll put them above us. I'll give you, yeah, look, people, this will be a live table update. I'm going to look now. So West Ham are now 15th. Palace have gone to 13th with, with the scoreline yeah. currently. So we're 15th and we're only two points above Southampton who are in 18th spot. Mm. Wow. It's weird, isn't yeah. it? I've never seen it like this. That's the money yeah. for you. Yeah. So anything more to say about our day in Wales or just nothing to move on, on to the next game and... Try and beat Burnley. Um, what, on the pitch or off the pitch? On the pitch the at the moment. Was. On the pitch at the moment. Yeah. <sighs> do, do you know, the worst thing about it is, is that when we were 3-0 down, when we got that, when we went 3-1 up, uh, no, we didn't go, sorry, 3-1 up. When we were 3-0, if we'd have played a bit better and could have got one goal back then, rather than going 4-0 down, We'd have gone back above Swansea. We only needed one goal yeah. to go above Swansea. And I think psychologically, even if we'd have lost the game 4-2, to have still finished above Swansea would have been psychologically better than mm. actually allowing a team. Because what you've technically had, with, we, we started the day six goals in front of Swansea, mm-hmm. or, or five goals in front of Swansea and finished it one goal behind. Yeah. You know, big swing. So let's talk about after the game, because I'll go to John first. I, I assume you saw the video of, of David Gold getting out of his car. Um, I understand he got out of his car because some some fans were banging on the window. He didn't want uh, his car to be damaged and thought he could get out and reason with them, whether that was a good idea or not. What's your view on it? I mean, it's difficult to tar the whole of the away fans with, with the actions of few. And I think there has been some hysterical outburst saying everybody's the same. But what's your view, John? Uh, I, I think it, the, the actual behaviour of that should be roundly condemned. I don't see anything to be gained by, you know, that, that kind of action. You know, there's been so much said and done. You, you know, nothing's changing. You can't affect anything. He, David Gold, for all sense of purposes is the least effective member of that board that can affect change anyway so you're sort of barking up the wrong tree really and it's mm. kind of it's distasteful it leaves a bad taste in your mouth but mm. what i don't buy i don't buy into this this poor old he's the fan he's this he's that because he was as culpable as the rest of them he was the face the old fan, the man who used to live down Green Street, used to play for West Ham. He was the one who West Ham fans 
bought into and believed when we were trying to when they were trying to sell us that move and he sold it yeah. as much it was more than all the rest of them because people trusted him and believed him because they thought he was a real fan so for those people to say well we can't really blame him because he's poor little david gold i blame him he's as culpable if not more culpable than the rest of them for the actual sell but that behavior is not necessary for a man of his age as well mm-hmm. that's my view and uh, nigel nigel I mean, it's not nice to watch is it to see um, to see a man like that. You know, they've obviously forced him or, or forced his car to stop. You know, it, it wasn't done as he was getting into his car. It was done on a road, so yeah, they must have track. stopped their car. Yeah, so they've stopped their car. They got out, abused it. You know, get a camera phone out. Let's film it. You know, I. I'm ashamed I'm ashamed of them, but I don't tar everyone with the same brush. I don't say all away fans are like that or all West Ham fans are like that. You know, for people one blog, you know, sort of said they're a disease and I thought, Wow, it's a bit far fetched. There were three of them. And in the video, I don't know if you hear, but some people were standing up for gold. There were another three saying, Leave him alone, leave him alone. Yeah. So it's a small minority, I think, that act like that. Well, it is. It's, it's endemic in society, not just football. It's the youths have got these phones stuck to their hand and they're filming everything and they all want a video to go viral. They all want their three-minute clip of fame as such, which yeah. may seem a bit funny. We're sitting on a podcast doing our yeah. little bit or whatever. But, yeah. you know, they all, they're all chasing that YouTube society and this is what it's like. This now. podcast seems a little, you know, I'm of an age. I don't get it. The old podcast understand. now, nice seems a little bit old, though, doesn't it? Everyone's all video, and you know, we're, we're like we're outdated. Yeah, we're, we're outdated doing we? this. Yeah, but I, I think it's better, isn't it? Because we've all got a face for radio. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Some more than others, Sean. Um, uh... <laughs> well, talking of video, that's a really good link because. Um, Friend of the podcast, Can in Town Len, has come up with a new classic video. And of course, it's one of it's part of his new musical, which I think is called Pure Gold or something. After Razzle Dazzle, which I couldn't get out of my head and we promoted last week, he's, he's come up with another triumph, um, which is um, Sam Allardyce. Um, yeah. Tell us about it, Nigel, and give it a plug. Uh, if, if you be good to Big Sam, Big Sam will be good That's for brilliant, you, isn't it? It's uh, brilliant. Yeah, is that one of um, your songs? It's, it's no, no. It's, it's all they're doing. Um, it, it was quite funny because I'll give us a bit away. If you look at Aladice's chin, it's actually an ass. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, little secret from giving. So, I'm way, giving just the, for the record, t- just for the record. Uh, and I want to say this quite clearly. Uh, Nigel Shedman is not Canning Town Len. No, I'm not. Just no. to put that on the record. Yeah. Pe- people have said that or thought it. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. But it ain't me. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, <laughs> there's more to come. <laughs> I know. I can't wait for the full musical. I have heard little snippets of what's to come, and I can't wait. Yeah, Can you tell us so, anything? Are you allowed to say anything that's coming up or not, Nigel? No, I'm not going to if I was allowed. I mean, I've done backing vocals for one thing today, which took me half hour. <laughs> it done my head in. But and that was for a fifteen second clip, so uh, there's there's a lot more to come, I believe. What is this is the thing? There's so much shit going on at West Ham. The best way to get through it is with humour, and this undoubtedly is the best way to get through it. And this is the best for me. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I I I tried to bring a bit of humour. Sometimes I overstepped the mark with my mock the weeks. You know, I was looking at doing it again this week. Oh, there's a lot of things. You know, I've sent you one that I possibly will send. Yeah, no, no, I think I think you should. Let's talk <laughs> about let's talk about the elephant in the room. All right, nothing else happened at West Ham this week, did it? Oh, end of the podcast. Good night, bye everybody. Oh, something <laughs> did happen. <laughs> so obviously, real West Ham fans made a statement. The march is off. Then out come Cross Tammers and said they were going to run the march. Then Wizard came out and said they were going to talk to uh, Newham uh, and the police. And it all seems a bit of a mess now. Um, March on, march off, march on, march off. Um, uh, It's not very united at the moment. All I'll say is, you know, it just seems to be dividing and splintering the fans a time we probably all need to be together. I'm not blaming one group or one person or the club or anything. I think everybody is as guilty as everyone else. Um, I think it, it's just, it's sad. Do you know what we need? We need a win against the big win on, against Burnley on Saturday. That's what we need. Yeah, that's and what I, we need. There's nothing else more to say really, is there? Because it's... It's, it's done, isn't it? It's just it's, all, um, it's kind of all done and dusted. I think everyone now needs to just, you either 
you either keep with it or you don't. And that's my opinion. I'm kind of at the point now, do I keep committing my time, my energy, my lifetime, whatever, doing, supporting what I used to support and doing what I used to do, believing that this is West Ham or is this what I thought was going to happen two years ago? This isn't West Ham anymore. And what do I do? And it's, and I think people, you either put up now, crack on with it or shut up because that board ain't going anywhere. They they genuinely don't seem to think they've done anything wrong and all momentum or any hope of anything else happening it seems to have been lost. So just crack on, I think. Last word from you, Nigel. <laughs> Do you know, people thought I was the prophet of doom. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you are Nostradamus though, aren't you? <laughs> you? You sometimes, you say stuff to us offline <laughs> And it comes to fruition, don't you? Uh, I do have this neck. You're a super player. I can't pick the lot of yeah. You're very yeah. special, Nigel. I am, yes. Um, <laughs> it's just, you know, it's, I know who I blame, and there's three of them. Yeah. And that's but they're not going anywhere, are they? Right. And they're not going anywhere. And they don't think they've done anything wrong. They couldn't give a toss about the fans they couldn't. in reality. I mean, there's and so many easy things they could have just changed. Yeah, yeah, London on the badge, next season, East London. Pissing yeah. you off with me column, I'll stop me column. That, yeah. There's simple Talk things. Talk about women's like. things or, or whatever, but not about, you know, football or West Ham. Yeah. Anyway, the... Um, the the financial results out later this week, so that's something to look forward to, eh? Well, I wonder, I wonder what they'll right. be like. Any, any ideas? Any oh, ideas we'll have a little chat about them. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, I, I've speculated in the past, and that's all I can be, say. I'm, I'm, I'm. A, do you I'm think a they'd good... be favourable, or do you think they'll just help? I think, as a business, they will be tremendous. As I've said uh, numerous times. Uh, it'll be a record turnover. It'll be a record profit. So, But of course it will, because it's a record amount of TV money. It is, yeah. So every club, and this is the thing, look at every club. I bet every club in the Premier League announces, well, not every club, but every club our, in our league of the Premier League, so like everybody from six below, will announce record profits probably because yeah. of the record TV deal. Yeah. The the, the, the the problem, what you've got to look at is how does it compare with what we did at the bowling? How much did we make extra? What does that give us? I will say that the one thing I will say in their defence, which possibly I don't want to do, but I will do, is that when they bought the club, they wanted to move us from day one. In fact, they probably only bought the club because they could move us. They, they said it, didn't they? They said it on the there. wheels were in motion. Yeah. So in 2010, no one could foresee the TV money doing what it's done. And the yeah. TV money means that a club the size of Bournemouth with 10,000 fans can finish above clubs the size of West yeah. Ham and Newcastle yeah, with right. 52,000 fans. And therefore, you, you could say... It was well, pointless. Back then in 2010, a bigger stadium possibly might have made a difference on 2010 money. But every TV deal, the money was going up and up and up. So it showed that they ain't the great businessmen they thought they were. The, 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 yeah. the thing that will really 
show it for what it is. It's like you're saying there, Nigel. It's just like the difference in stadium income. They've they've moved this stadium and moved us for the sole benefit of giving us a greater income and benefits of that will help us compete stronger on the you know with our competitors. Mm-hmm. So. Look, there are there are some things that we know in that we know that there's ten thousand kids tickets, yeah, sold for hundred pound each. Yeah, yeah. So that's and another eight thousand sold for two hundred and eighty nine yeah. quid. So that's eighteen thousand tickets there. The the the, the income that will probably only be a couple of million more than we would have got at a bowling in tickets. Again, you're very insightful on these kind of things. But then that's, you know, that's a no benefit then, but, is it? Yeah. It's kind of pointless, wasn't it? No, that's the thing. The only anyway, because, we're no soon enough. No, no speculating. No, we're no soon say, enough. Let me just thing. say this, yeah, is that it's not speculating. It's... The problem is, because of the deal they've done, where the only, the only income they get, realistically, that they get to keep is ticket sales and merchandising. So, therefore, when if income starts to fall, the only way they can increase the income is by putting ticket prices yeah. up. Hmm. They ain't getting income yeah. from anywhere else. But then, obviously, the marketing and merchandising, that will, that will hit record profits, won't it? Because all of a sudden, we've got London on the badge and everyone wants to buy it. So they, there must no, be a, that won't happen because must be a there's massive no car park and there's no dancing. no because there's no passing trade there's no car park and I, you, if there's going to be an increase anywhere it will probably be in the commercial sales because because they've got um, corporate hospitality and they've got like three thousand two hundred that's where the increase yeah. will be because if, if you look at merchandising the probably the farewell to the bowling merchandising was probably the best greatest season they'd ever had in selling gear. Because everybody wanted to snap up all the old crap that yeah, they were flogging, the faux well. bands and everything. The best way to compare <laughs> it, compare it not to last season at the bowling, but the season before that, and see what the light for light sales were there. Yeah. Maybe. Hello. Oh, hello, George. <laughs> uh, How are you? Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, George, and and welcome Thank to you. more than just a podcast. Straight, straight right. from. We've forgotten what you sounded like. Straight from. Southwestern train. Um, correct. Was it a points failure? I don't actually know what it was. I've just had an alert on my phone telling me there's disruption on my line, though, so it's nice of them to let me know. Oh. <laughs> um, then you missed well, a joke there. Come on, well, we're, we're about to go to the... If you fire up your <laughs> Facebook... I didn't get it at all, to be fair. <laughs> we're about to go to Facebook. Is there anything you want to say about the game against Swansea now you've joined us? Going Probably nothing them. that you guys haven't said. Yeah. So, if you want to fire up Facebook, George, because I'm going to okay. read out a special announcement. So, as you know, um, we uh, on More Than Just a Podcast are members of the West Ham United Supporters Association. And, um, sorry, not association, Supporters Club. And the, we've just got an email in the in the last few minutes. Important announcement, special general meeting, midday. Sunday, the 25th of March, 2018, a special general meeting on the dissolution of the West Ham United Supporters Club will take place at the Bowling Pub. Mm. So this is a vote. Uh, Rule, what is it, 36, 32. Uh, People are trying to dissolve the Supporters Club. Um, The... 
the committee are having a lot of problems and, and there has been a, a vote of no confidence, but that seems to be ignored at the moment. All we're going to say, and I think all of us support this, is get down there on Sunday, March the 25th at the Bowling Pub and support your supporters club because if you don't, you have to be a member, by the way. You have to take your card as well. If you don't, it won't exist anymore. And all the people who've been there eight years will be getting their six and a half grand and the club will be gone forever after 70 years. <laughs> what are you saying, Nigel? So are, you, are, you, are you going then, Sean? I will so, be going, yeah. I'll I, I tell you, you paint a picture. You, you, uh, I, I'll sit more on the fence. I'll say to people, go there, listen to what people got to say and then vote with your conscience. All right, very democratic. That's what very I Very democratic. Because... As long as it's no. Well, yeah. There's, you know... <laughs> yeah. Unless you're an eight-year mm. member and you'll probably vote yes, so we're not going to... Well, I'm not an eight-year member. And I won't be voting yes, but it, it, I, I think it's ours to to just say to people, you've got to come and do this or whatever. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, want right. yeah fair enough. But, yeah, come and look, vote. We don't care how I you vote. I want to respect both sides now. Yeah, After okay. everything we've gone through, I don't want to create... I don't want them in that situation boiling where it gets abusive and whatever to the people that that are going to use their democratic right to to vote if yes if they want basically all right okay all right before we move on to facebook twitter question time because i wasn't marching i've arranged to go to the west ham way event i think it's uh dean ashton so i'm gonna ask you boys what are you doing nigel on on saturday now you're not marching well, funny you should say that. I think I'm stuck with you and I. Well, well, you've, no, invited, I think... you've invited yourself to that, Sean. He'd already said that him and um, <laughs> his mate from America, whatever his name is. What's his name, Sean? Yeah, what's David his name, Sean? Hootsink. Hootsink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he'd already told you that. You've invited yourself, Sean. <laughs> oh, no, I really, asked X. I spoke really to X. No, mate. See what I mean? Yeah. We're the At ones the time. Now. We're At the, the time, I thought we were still do? marching. Well, yeah, well, we were. So, what are we going to do? Shall now? we? So, we try and get you some tickets as well. No, you're all right. You sure? Come, yeah. it'll be a laugh. Go on. <laughs> what time does it start? Don't like get up too early. 12 o'clock. All the beers thrown in. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll, we'll talk about it later. Yeah. We'll all right, all right. Anyway, <laughs> is it unlimited beer? It, of, uh, a draft beer, yeah. Oh, who's up? Let's go there, Dad. Thrown in with your ticket price. <laughs> I'll, get one, I'll get one of Sean's tickets. Yeah, you do that. <laughs> All right, it's Second time ones. for this. <laughs> Over to you, George. Or oh, was it me, is it? Yeah. Uh, earlier on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Mornjus podcast, uh, Nigel posted, well, podcasting tonight, 7.45. <laughs> Thoughts on the Swansea defeat and your fears on the rest of the season is the R word too soon. Hold up. How do you know it was me? Because it says published by Nigel Khan. Yeah, it does. Oh, does it? <laughs> And I did say on the WhatsApp group, <laughs> Nigel, can you publish something on the WhatsApp group? There's two <laughs> giveaways there. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, well done. Uh, 
<laughs> Tom Tom Wayne says twenty eight games in and three points off the drop. Can't be too soon to say it, unfortunately. Two totally uninspiring away losses. If we lose to Burnley, then we are in serious trouble. I've never feared relegation like I have this year, mainly because that stadium will be more of a noose round our neck in the Championship than it is now, and will be a laughing stock. Uh, I think we'll be the ones laughing, won't we? More, more Lewis of a Aaron... laughing stock than we already are. <laughs> Lewis Aaron Trout says, "Nope, we are ninety nine point nine percent down. That will turn to one hundred percent if we lose on Saturday." <laughs> We may scrape a point against Stoke and Southampton, but that's it. With City increasing our minus goal difference, it could come down to the last day, and we all know who that is. The script is written. P.S. The owners deserve relegation. The fans will pay the price for failing us. Hmm. I think they mean... Oh, right, I see what he means. Uh, Matthew Kemp says, need 41 points, methinks, but where are they coming from? I bet you've covered that, haven't you? Uh, yeah, no, we're not getting really. there, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're not. None of us have been particularly optimistic. Lewis, <laughs> uh, Mark Bright says we lose the next two and we are as good as gone. But wouldn't wouldn't it be bloody typical to go and beat United and Arsenal and get draws against Chelsea and City and somehow stay up the typical West Ham way? The players only seem to turn up for big games anyway, so who knows what will happen? Uh, Palumi Ogunlana says, unless the stay up and beat top six in their last 10 games this season has been a waste. Oh, yeah, that. Uh, no, no great wins, many bad losses, no players have developed. Not sure if you can count Declan, seems he is out there more because of injuries than that he's doing a good job. Uh, it's a team full of older players that will probably leave or won't care to push up beside Noble. The young players haven't been given a chance so they will look to leave also oh it's all very very depressing isn't it nick harvey says saturday was absolutely pathetic from the first minute to the last the r word is very real particularly with our running we are in serious trouble and Moyes looks as though he doesn't know what to try next to be honest i don't either not even worth a rant this week and that should be what worries sullivan brady and gold more than the threats of people marching uh, I guess Sullivan is too busy trying to buy the stadium. Brady making more promises she won't keep. And please, will people stop confronting gold? <laughs> I'd like them all gone, but the way he's being treated is just wrong. I haven't seen that video. Have you talked about that video? Yeah, yeah we have, yeah. yeah. Have you not seen it, no? I haven't seen it, no. I've heard about it. We've put it on the Facebook group along with the latest Canning Town Len um, video. John Borum says, are you going to talk about the M word? Well, we mentioned it once and I think we got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> little little Forty Towers cliche there. No, we did we did discuss it. Uh, and, you know, John summed it up by saying, that's it. Didn't you, John? Yeah. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. In, yeah. In, yeah. Well, paraphrase, Sean. Mm. Ed Hawthorne says, how long before someone blames the long coach ride for the performance? <laughs> Has anyone tried that? Well, they were supposed to fly, by the way, um, but Cardiff Airport was shut, so they made a... I don't know why they didn't go by train, but they decided to go by coach. They left at one o'clock in the afternoon and spent seven hours in a coach or whatever on the M4. It, it seemed a bit bizarre. 
I'd had about seven hours, but it was a long but journey. It's an executive coach. Come on, it ain't like they've gone National oh, yeah, yeah, Express, yeah, no, is it? With a, no, with I a know. It's a, very posh, it's a VIP on. coach. You know, yeah. it's a 55 seater with 20 people on it. I mean, this. Yeah, no. Real, no you know. Good, good point. Uh, Gary Prince says we need three wins from nine games. Which games will we win? Probably done that already, haven't you? Nope. Burnley. Ooh, well, I don't think we picked three. <laughs> Burnley, Southampton, and Everton. I've, all we need to do is be good to Big Sam. Yeah, and Big Sam will be good to us. And Big Sam will be good to you. To us, so we can do Everton last game of the season. It's done. We'll have to take that video down, actually. <laughs> 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 the last thing we want is Big Sam to see it. <laughs> Oh, I've been tweeting it. John asked me to tweet it to uh, Darren Lewis and Dean Ashton last night, and I've been um, tagging in Everton uh, fans. So if you have too, Nigel. I've seen you. Yeah. You've been sending it to Everton fans and Sunderland fans and Big Sham, my my old my yeah. old Twitter sparring partner, Big Sham, Big yeah. Sham who, yeah. who pipes up and asks for the walkies. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, Darren Lewis was sitting there on the on Talk Sport last night when I I messaged you, Sean, because I know you sort of know him. Yeah. And I, yeah. He was saying how underrated Sam is. He gets a bad press and he does a great job and he does this and does. Is that what he said? Yeah, the usual, the oh, usual sort of stuff. The kind of like careful what you wish for and that sort of stuff. You know, the same old media crap. So I just thought you could do with seeing that video. So. Yeah. Well, I think that's uh, about us, really, except for predictions and, and last in. I yeah, think so. that's it. That's all gone. There was nothing, nothing on Twitter. No. Nope. Um, so let's let's make our predictions um, for um, Burnley. We're all going, are we? Yes. Yes. So, um, Burnley at home. Um, let's start with. Let's start. <laughs> what, what accent was that? God. That was, that, that was the, the Welsh Indian shopkeeper from Swansea. <laughs> we start last, last in, first out. Uh, so that will be you, George, uh, to give us your prediction. Uh, I'm going to go for an optimistic 2 0 win. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> John, okay. uh, I'm going to I'm going to be optimistic, positive, and go for a massive one nil win. Okay. Ooh. Nigel, profit of doom, mate. Burnley, you're going to win two one. Ah, oh, nice. And I've been pretty good recently with my predictions. I'll have you know. I was in a better mood now. I've gone a bit so, up. Right, so two one's gone. One nil's gone, two nil's gone. I've got to go three nil. So I'll go three nil. You can have two uh, one to West Ham if you want. Oh yeah, I could. Yeah, I think I think I shouldn't. Uh, I'll go three one to West Ham actually. Three one for West Ham. Team that can't defend um, goals. There's no defenders. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Against Burnley, who've, who've, who've so, reached the magic forty points. Got only five points behind Arsenal. Yeah, I've got it. Just Nigel. Um, George, since you came on late, is there any song you want to sing or any little little speech you want to make before we say our goodbyes? Uh, I'll sing a song that I heard on the TV before I came up. Okay. Uh, to do the podcast. It's it's a great song. It's I don't know where they got the lyrics from, but it was by the Crystal Palace fans. And okay. It goes, 
Whoa, Crystal Palace. Whoa, Crystal Palace. I just thought it was really inspirational. It was better than Gladwell. Oh, 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 oh. Come on. And at half time, it is still Crystal Palace one, Man United nil. By the way, <laughs> does it? It can't get any worse. <laughs> at forty-five minutes, we're, we're going to have a shorter one today. Uh, that's all we've got time for. We'll be back next Monday, hopefully, to talk about a wonderful victory against Burnley. Two 0 But for now, um, it's goodbye from George. Goodbye. It's goodbye from Nigel. Adios. It's goodbye from John in his loft. Goodbye. And it's goodbye from me, Sean. Um, That's it. Now, that's the wrong one, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That's the right one. It's like that's on. No, no, it's not. (laughs) You've done it wrong. Oh, hang on, hang on. This is the right right one. Oh, no, what's going on? George, come back. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 